The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, me. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy, your middlest brother, Travis Patrick McElroy. And I am the being formerly known as Griffin McElroy, who has transcended into a ball of energy that now surfs the cosmos on a wave of pure uh, energy and joy. You made it Griffin. to the next level. I'm thrilled to hear about your ascendance, Griffin. What was the motivator? Uh, the, the, I sorry, I do want to like I am getting, I guess, a little bit nostalgic, but I am no longer. Um, the one called Griffin. Uh, I, I am now just sort of a, a just sort of a being that is just light, if you can imagine that. Okay. And, and, can and we just light- go with Griffin with like a lowercase g? Like you're no longer identified as the noun Griffin, but now just right. the idea. I guess so. We apply I would, the, I would the word prefer Griffin the, uh, to the energy space that you are inhabiting. Griffin. Can you just call me Delight? Okay, yes. Delight. That's cool. Bliss. Bliss. This um, is my brother, Delight Bliss. Yeah, that's me. Bliss and, Delight. That's uh, Delight Blissington. This is my brother, Bliss Delight. Uh, what happened? It's pretty cool out here in the cosmos, I gotta say. Just surfing, you... just surfing by Alpha Centauri, just seeing what's beautiful, and it, you know what the answer is? Fucking everything, guys. Look around. Uh, Bliss Delight, how did this uh, state befall you? Uh, well, it, it started, uh, like all good stories, with uh, a harrowing journey through the darkness, uh, as future EGOT winner Lin Manuel Miranda uh, just started buffeting me with pictures of gold dust, which you know I didn't like. Yeah. Uh, every day I would wake up and I the 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 pictures of gold dust that I had just like uh, shoveled out of my sinking security boat. You know what I mean? Like my yeah. own sort of sense of 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 self self security, self preservation. We've all get these... read Malcolm Gladwell books. We know all about your security boat and all of right. that. We gotcha. I had to get these pictures of gold dust out of my boat. Every morning I wake up, more pictures in the boat. And there was there was a malevolent I will I'll go ahead and call him a demon. Lin Manuel Miranda, uh Hamilton creator and demon. demon. Lin demon. Manuel Miranda just covering me in these pics. And and finally when I reached my breaking point point I could take no more. Uh he turned into an angel. It's kinda like a reverse Satan. He pulled yeah. like a reverse Satan 720 heel flip and he sent which a will p- get you like super high points on Tony Hawk. Yeah, of course. If you do it at the end of your combo, uh it was it was a, he sent a video, he he secured a video of Carly Rae Jepsen wishing me just just saying that I was doing a great job. Yeah. And um that's when my transformation began. Like Rachel was home when it happened. She was like, "Whoa, Griffin, lights coming out of your fingertips and all your teeth." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I think something big is. I think a, a, the winds of change are blowing. <laughs> something big is in the works." And then I, my I, current this, body's a trailer for my future body. Exactly. And this happened the afternoon after we recorded the last episode, so we didn't really get a chance to talk about it. And I'm glad we didn't um, because this morning I woke up to another video of. It's weird to even say it out loud, isn't it? It's weird. I, this is, I guess, the first time I've said it out loud. Tyra Banks saying that I did a great job. 
Um, tai Tai Baby. Tai Tai Baby. Uh, no, she didn't blow me a kiss like CRJ did. And that was, I mean, an important catalyst in the transformation. But yeah, now I'm just sort of like a being of joy. And I just sort of surf the cosmos. I'm going up Orion's belt right now and uh, going under the belt and checking Ooh, out his dick. Don't look to the left. Nope, I already did. But it's, actually, be- it's beautiful. All of creation, guys. Look around. Orion has a beautiful hog. Beautiful I, hog on Orion. Look around, guys. I actually woke my wife and infant daughter up this morning by uh, about 7.45, I guess it was 7.45, 8, something like that, just loudly exclaiming, that motherfucker. Yeah. Because <laughs> I just watched the video. Uh, that's how he. That's how he does you. Hot and cold. That's what makes Hamilton so, such a great creative <laughs> endeavor. Is it comes at you hot and cold, and it, that's yeah. that's Lynn himself, man. He is a he is. Uh, He'll torture you, and then yeah. just when you think like I can't handle it anymore, he brings you like the coolest bowl of water, yeah, and you're just like, ice. oh, relief. A cool, Fire sweet nice. bowl of water, <laughs> of sweet, sweet water. Yeah, uh, and that's what it, and that's what CRJ and Tyra mean to me. Literally, just like the two best people in the world, and now they've said my name, and oh, or my former name, because now I'm Bliss Delight. Correct. Um, so it's gonna make podcasting maybe a little bit harder because I can't like click the stop button on my mouse to stop this recording. How did you start I have, it? Like, a, I have a, a helper, helper monkey. I have a helper monkey that does my podcast buttons for Who, me. Who ironically is named Griffin. Yes. No relation. No okay, relation. So whatsoever. can we assume if we say Griffin in the next few, if, like next hour or so? I will not answer. That's right. But we're talking. Travis and I are talking to your monkey, who will then pass the message on to you through. I can vibration. still fucking hear you and talk to you, idiot. It's also important <laughs> to note, Justin, that uh, Griffin, the helper monkey, is spelled with an E N at yeah. the end. Okay. So like, listen, make sure listen. to pronounce that. Just because I'm a being of pure joy energy doesn't mean I'm not going to call you guys out on your shit, okay? Can we still like make weird references to 80s cartoons that no one else has seen? Absolutely. I'm a little cool. bit above that now, having transcended. Sure. But what, whatever you guys feel like you want to do, I will support you in that. Unless it's really dumb, in which case, you know Blistolite's not going to stand for that. All right, Travis Blistolite. Also, I've been watching go. a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race, and I have decided to become a the, the America's Next Drag Superstar. And my name, yes, it, conveniently enough, will just become Blistolite. Yeah. Uh, can we also say real quick, happy birthday, Lynn. Thank yeah, we didn't thank say you for everything. Yeah, much best. like much like Justin and Travis's birthdays, I got gifts on it, which yeah. I really appreciate. Uh, I'm getting married and want a surprise bachelor party. The problem is that my male friends don't know each other that well, and none of them are the planning or implement type. I can't see them calling the others and starting it up. I don't want to tell them what to do because I really want it to be a surprise. That's from Surpriseless in Stockholm. <laughs> you cannot want surprises. <laughs> You can't want them. You can't make surprises happen to you. Yeah. Also, yeah. surprises are the fucking worst. Yeah. This no. is the equivalent of this is the equivalent of like sitting on your hand till it goes. I'm masturbating. Give yourself a stranger. That's exactly like, what it is, Justin. That's, yeah. This is that's. Let me wait. Let me check the book. Flip, 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 flip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a one in one correlation. You are it's absolutely exactly, correct. It's not even a metaphor. It's just literally the exact. It's just same true. Thing. If I uh, almost ten days ago now. Uh, when I be- the chrysalis was- the chrysalis of light was formed around me, I uh, had said like, "Boy, I sure hope that my friend Lynn sends me a, a a cool video of my favorite musician Carly Rae Jepsen saying that I was doing a great job." I don't think the I don't think I would have actually had the energy to begin uh, pupating a multi. I'm not sure the universe would have delivered it to you. That's a good point. Actually. That's the secret. It's well, it's the opposite of the secret. Opposite actually, the secret the secret, ex- the the secret explicitly the tells truth. you. Yeah, the secret just tells you get that fucking get that surprise, get that surprise. 
That was the original name of the book. Get that surprise. Get that surprise. Uh, hyphen. Catch that kid. <laughs> you, you cannot catch that kid. <laughs> it's can't. one of my favorite running Flophouse jokes. Travis okay. is making references to other podcasts, which don't exist in the reality. That is non-canonical. Of this That's okay, non-canonical. Fine. I, I, I. Uh, uh, it's not to say I don't think those guys exist. I'm saying that no other podcast exists in yes, this fair. fiction. You're with me, okay? Because it's my like my favorite podcast. One of them. I mean, I like other po- fuck. You can't just want a surprise and and not say anything about it. Also, you can't get to get it both ways. Either yes. you're the engineer of your own surprise destiny, or you just roll them <laughs> bones and hope the universe delivers you something. Well, and the nice the thing is options. here, you could lay out a framework. Like, yeah. you don't have to break down every individual event that you want them to take you to. You just have to call your most reliable friend out of this group and say, I want you guys to do something. Here's no. everyone's emails and phone numbers. Contact me again my, in three months. My boy, we've spent three minutes saying not to explicitly not to do that. And you've just fucking revolted. No, you've just I'm betrayed me and Justin. All you need to do is say, I want a surprise. But not what, what the surprise must be. You, but we're all that's not that's terrible advice because we're all we're all wanting surprises we all want surprises all sure. the time all the okay time. wait let me roll it back i have a different suggestion great you need to make a new friend before the bachelor party who is reliable and uh, organized and a planning friend oh my god that's such a good idea travis you get you have like a screening process to ask people about their event planning backgrounds and then you ask them like What's their What's their favorite doctor? Mm-hmm. What do they like on their pizza? Just yes. like friendship screening questions, but keep circling back around to like. So, what are we talking about? Hundred, hundred and fifty type person engagements. Like, how big of an engagement have you planned before? How responsible are you? Is there like a bachelor party planning? Like, you get a wedding planner. That's exactly. You're on my fucking wavelength. Is it too late to get David to Tara on board to plan your shit? Who's David Tutera? You guys are fucking bringing my light down. Did you know that? I've been surfing the fucking cosmos now for about seven hours. And then this is this is the event. You asking me who David Tutera, host of My Fair Wedding. Only the best wedding planning show in, in history, in reality. Never mind. Move on. Oh, okay. A new show. New show titled Say Natch to the Batch. And it's you get a guy who plans your bachelor party, and you just gotta say like, ah, naturally. It's and oh like, god, you just gotta be on board. You just gotta be on board with whatever the the bachelor party planner throws out at you. And you know what? Maybe you didn't even know it was the surprise you wanted, but it was the surprise you needed. Where he's just like, first we're going to a strip club, then we're gonna have brunch with your biological dad, and you're like, what? I'm adopted, and you didn't even know. We're going to pause the fucking podcast recording right now for two hours. So you creeps can go watch Mighty Fair Wedding with David Tatera. Just pick any two episodes. Throw a dart at your TV when Netflix is on Mighty Fair Wedding by David Tatera. Because he would be the ideal host of this show. Do you know this motherfucker planned a wedding? And all he had to go on was this this bride. Her name was Candace. And he said, what do you want the theme of the wedding to be? And she said, Candace Chic. And he said, fuck. Okay. And he did it. And he crushed it. Candace Chic, he said, I have this. He could do anything with he would throw the perfect bachelor party, but you would have to befriend him, which is a service I think you would probably lend out. That's a man, I feel like we really solved that one. Yeah, I feel yeah. like we fixed it. Like David too good? Get him on the phone. Do it. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Please. 
this Yahoo was, I mean, there were a lot of doozers. Maybe it's because we went, oh, we recorded the last episode kind of early, and so we had like more Yahoo receiving days, but man, there's some slam dunkarooskies up in here. Let's start with this one. It's from uh, Brooks Oglesby. Thank you, Brooks. It's by Yahoo Answers user unknown. That's not like they're not anonymous. That's like the name they've the designation Ooh. they've chosen for themselves. Yeah, is it nice. spelled correctly? Uh, it is. Yeah. How did they uh, get that? Unknown asks. I need a funny meme for a girl I didn't mean to hurt. <laughs> what? So, basi- so basically, she kind of liked me, and I said no. I was following bro code, and we used to have meme arguments, so I want to make a meme for her so that she knows I still like her as a friend. I saw a really good one that had forever alone face to it, but I'm not sure. It said, they say love can hurt, so watch out and be clever. Don't start a conversation. Stay forever alone. And I'd send that to her with the forever alone face, but I think that one would do more bad than good. Yes! So help me out. Help me Are out. You... Help me out. Help me out. I need a funny meme for a girl I didn't mean to hurt. Should I send her one that says she'll be alone forever? Or do you think maybe that oh, might do Travis, more harm you, than you good? You just don't, you don't get the meme. You, you don't get what? the meme. You're right, Griffin. I don't. I, if. I love uh, these memes. Uh, I just. We love this meme. You're crazy for this meme. Memes. <laughs> right? <laughs> a lot of people are talking about them. And even more people wonder, what are you talking about? What really, the fuck are you that? saying? What's a meme? What do you mean with meme? Like, I know, like, my generation invented meme, and it had, like, an actual memeing, a meaning. Um, no, memeing. We're keeping me- that. Memeing, where it had a, like, it, what it meant was, like, some shit that wasn't really funny, but it popped up enough times on internet, or maybe it was funny, and it just got, like, endlessly yeah, just eviscerated by repetition, and it became, like, part of the internet vocabulary. Right. Like, here are some good memes that I know about, okay? <laughs> Mr. T ate my balls, the end. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That's the only one that is. That's the only good meme. The only good meme is Mr. T ate my balls. Here's what I'm imagining. This 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 boy, this young man, shot down this young woman, and he was following bro code. No fucking clue what that means. Um, And he needs to make it up to her. So imagine they're on the quad, and he walks right up to her because you gotta have courage in a situation like this. You can't fucking backburn this stuff. You can't take it through the back channels. When you've hurt somebody, don't back channel it. Front for the front approach. And he walks up to her and he just goes, Hey, Star Wars kid. <laughs> Think about it. Hey, drunk baby. Hey, did you hear? Um, David after dentist. And he I just don't... hands her a printed out meme. Hey, David after dentist, I don't love you. <laughs> Hey, Charlie bit my finger and told me that I shouldn't date you. He was very wise. I don't love you anymore. That video where the guy does the nunchuck stunts and then tries to do a backflip and he lands on his neck. Hey, I'm sorry I hurt you. Also, here's a guy jumping into a frozen pool. Excuse me. Cancel the question. Uh Uh-oh. Mr. T ate my balls is 20 years old in 2016. This year marks the 20th anniversary celebration of the first launch of like the the really the anchor of the Ate My Balls web ring (laughs) 
Mr. T ate my balls. Launched, of course, by Nihal Patel, a University of Illinois student in 1996. Oh my God! I don't know this damn. I I don't know this thing. I don't know this thing. Okay, well, well, that's because this is literally like your dad's meme. This is your dad's meme right now. If Griffin, if <laughs> let me just give you the web address, go to flamesgif.com slash archive slash eight underscore my underscore balls slash Mr. Underscore T or just search for Mr. T ate my balls. What you're going to get is picture. This is what passed for memes in my day 20 years ago. Mr. T ate my balls is sort of like a progenitor of our show because it's pictures of Mr. T talking about how he wants to eat balls. And he maybe he ate your balls, or perhaps he was planning on enjoying your balls later. Or perhaps he had enjoyed your balls previously and would like a repeat performance should you have any more balls for him to ingest. Because Mr. T ate my balls. So it's not like a clever turn of phrase. Just to to catch everybody up on like my current light journey, I'm having like a full-blown panic attack right now. And it, yeah. and it makes it hard to sort of sustain. And if I lose it, I'll just be floating in space forever lost in my human form. <laughs> well, it was, if you need it, a reference, if this book sounds, if this sounds familiar to me, it's probably because you read about it in Dave Barry's book, Dave Barry in Cyberspace, which I bet has the choicest cover in the world. I bet it's Dave Barry floating through stars and his fingers are plugged into electrical outlets and he's got like bits and bites all over his face. And you know, you want to know the incredible thing? That book is 120 years old. Uh, he's like the Nostradamus of comedy. Somehow, uh, just in like you- 1896, Dave Barry, Lord Dave Barry said, someday Mr. T will eat some balls. By the way, a little bit of a disappointment. It's just Dave Barry reaching out of a computer screen and pressing a key on your on your computer. Which uh, is how he kills you. To help you uh, get over that disappointment, I have just purchased a copy of Dave Barry in Cyberspace. Uh, and the next like three episodes can just be readings, I think. Um, Wait, are you joking? Because if you, were, if you are not joking, I will do this thing. No, I'm doing, it's done. <laughs> it's You're doing done. this thing, the, okay. Yeah, like Amazon is like, yeah, we got you. Uh, and then the mailman's going to show up to my house like, we got you. Make some good comedy out of this. You paid 13 fucking dollars for it. Next year is the 20th anniversary of Dave Barry in Cyberspace. So, like, I guess he th- did this the year after Mr. T ate my balls. He's like, I've got to get on the he, internet. Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> I missing gotta so how much. i got to figure do this. Fuck, that's a bad meme. Memes are bad. Don't meme everybody. Fuck. This was a meme oh my before God. memes even memed. Like, it, it doesn't just... matter. It's still the same shit of just like a joke isn't fucking funny the trillionth time is told. And that's all memes are. Just jokes that you tell a trillionth time. Except for a success kid. That's a good one. But all the other ones are like fucking, what are you? That's not even good. What you the know that, just, just, uh, Griffin, just to be fair, like that is what a joke is. You know that. Like those joke books that are like, Knock knock jokes and shit. That's just old memes. Yeah, but memes, I think memes tend to, at least in the way it's being used here, what they do is they take a familiarity and they confuse they c- confuse familiarity and repetition with with actual like humor or or a joke. Like there's not actually a joke. It's just sort of like you've seen it enough times that it's a laugh of recognition. Like oh, you guys, know when you've been is, away for a while and you see your house and you laugh because you recognize that that's where and you it kind of looks like a face. Yeah, it's like it's like the doors of mouth and what's going on here. Um, and he's gonna eat you when you walk inside and, and your gobble up your like, luggage. And your house, as you step inside, your house is like, I'm gonna eat your balls. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I love that house, guys. I just want to tell you that this past these past this past ten day, 
has been pretty great for me vis-a-vis like turning into a giant ball of light. Um, the best thing that's maybe ever happened to me in my life is I'm on the checkout page for Dave Barry in cyberspace. And there's a little window here that says, why wait until January 20th, 2016, the expected arrival date of Dave Barry's in cyberspace to my house. And it says, read the beginning of this book for free. Start reading button. Clicking it now. Processing my request. Request accepted. <laughs> That's the sound of it downloading. I've broken it. I've broken the app. I can see the reviews. L- Library Journal says hilariously imaginative. Nonstop humor. Whether you're a computer whiz or a computer nerd, this tongue-in-cheek guide to computing by best-selling humorist Dave Barry has enough bite... B-Y-T-E, fuck you in that neck, to keep you entertained, publishes weekly. And it spans from all the way from computer whiz to computer nerd? That's the same shit. Anyone in that wide spectrum will enjoy this book. So I'm not making this up. There's a page of reviews. There's a page of a a table of contents. And then 63 blank pages. (laughs) I think I've been bamboozled by Dave Barry again. (laughs) How, how perfect that the web app for Dave Barry's web book doesn't work. Dark omens. Bad portents. You got me again, Barry. That's classic Barry right there. That's Barry in a nutshell. This is like when I bought Dave Barry Teaches Driving, and it did not go well. <laughs> and I wrecked, lost my he, license. At the moment you clicked buy, his car careened into your home yep. through your front door window. He's like, let's go, kid. It was hilarious. You're with me. God, that was funny, Dave. Some of the other big Ate My Balls sites were Chewbacca Ate My Balls, Neo from The Matrix Ate My Balls. Um, I'm assuming uh, all the characters from Wings Ate My Balls, just because like the time. <laughs> the time of it, yeah. The time up. of it, certainly. Uh, two guys, question. a girl in a pizza place Ate My Balls. Yes. Kramer Ate My Balls, certainly. Kramer did eat my balls, so that's, <laughs> that, that one's actually real. Um, guys, we've, yeah. we've had a lot of fun today. Have I want to I want to make this explicitly clear. Michael Richards did eat my balls. <laughs> Why are you fucking laughing at that? That's well, horrible. Now that's... you're being of light. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, I mean, it helped in the transformation. Actually, like less. <laughs> it was more aerodynamic as I sailed a, a million miles into the sky and burst into flames uh, of delight. Uh, but still, in in my Earth form, when I was you know, when I was a being of. of disgusting flesh uh michael richards ate my balls though for real though uh excuse me pardon me uh this just in i just invented the best game of all time are you ready for the best game of all time i'm going to read you captions from ate my balls no uh, sites this is a bad game who ate my balls travis are you ready to play i am this is a bad game i can't believe this is a fucking meme and now we're like now we're a part of the machine (laughs) <laughs> the meme machine we're part of the the ate my balls industrial complex this sucks i hate this podcast all uh, right go your your balls are the perfect drug Ooh, ah i'm the one without a soul i'm the one who wants to eat your balls these are all the same <laughs> these are all the same i i don't know Michael Richards did say some of these things to me but i don't think that's the, the right answer your balls are my perfect drug uh, I feel like it's a musician, and I'm gonna be kicking. You let me violate you and eat your balls. Uh, I Hannibal Lecter ate my balls. 
Oh, Gr Travis, it's Trent Reznor ate my balls. Oh. Fucking let me down again. I don't want to play this game anymore. I was I was going to say uh, Kurt Cobain, but I didn't. I don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah. Next question, please. God, don't say ate my balls one more time or else I'll burn <laughs> the podcast down with all three of us inside Happy of it. Happy 20th birthday, ate my balls. You're a great meme. As in terms of the strict definition of that exact phrase, you really great fulfill meme. You really fulfill all the criteria. I work at a bank in a rich part of town. I'm new to the job, and when I ask for identification, I get lectured. You should know who I am. I've had an account here longer than you've been alive. I have a lot of money in this bank. Everyone else here knows me, etc. Brothers, how do I avoid losing my mind? That's from pilloried in Pittsburgh. Uh, you take all the money out that they have in their account. You All fucking right. wad it up and you throw it at their fucking face as hard as you can. Like, you know, when mobsters like make a point, they're like, yeah, here's your fucking money. That went like, that's the caliber I'm talking about. And I'm saying, take your disrespectful ass to the fucking fifth third around the corner. I'm sick of your shit. Can yeah. you imagine looking at, I was about to say a bank teller, but any human being ever and saying something along the lines of, you should know who I am. <laughs> Do you know, okay, but like, if you really want to know how to handle the situation, the answer is pity. Because if the thing you have to hang your hat on in your twilight years is, well, uh, hey, listen, at least the people at the bank know who I am, then you have gone terribly awry. Like The, the only time you're allowed to say you should know who I am is if like a wife or loved one has been struck on the head and can't remember your name. Only right. then, and maybe not even then. In like a nowhere man situation, if like all of a sudden you go to the bathroom, you come back, and you're like, I've never had a husband. Like that, that's when you, you should know who I like, am. You should know who I am. Can I say something though? This is sick grift, isn't it? If this is 2015, I would th really think about getting back in the game. I would need some old age makeup put on by a convincing young cosmetics artist. Um, <laughs> you should know who I am. I'm Fifth Thirdington. I would roll up to to the roll up to the whatever Chase Bank. I'm Mark Chase. <laughs> you know me. You know my style. I've been here for years. You should know my style. I live above the bank. I live above the bank. I've been here for years. You should know this style for this guy. I'm the old old man who always drops off perfect stacks of unmarked bills. I need to roll back. I drop off nasty stacks all the time. I'm my Mark account Chase. number is two. You should know my style. <laughs> Just and go get my stacks. Go get my stacks, please, before you make me cry more. <laughs> my stacks are like my children. My because I could never conceive. I couldn't conceive because Michael <laughs> Richards ate my balls. Please, please, give me my stacks. I'm so tired. <laughs> I just want to die. These young this, men are keeping my nasty stacks from me. Well, this bank floor is so hard. It hurts to stand <laughs> on it. I are these lollipops for everyone? I tried to fill out the proper withdrawal form, but the pin broke all my old fingers. <laughs> I was here the day you were born in this bank. <laughs> <laughs> the cost of pudding is skyrocketed to four nasty stacks. <laughs> <laughs> your, your pap pap needs them. Um, 
that's a perfect crime. Nobody in good conscience is going to turn you away. They would give you all the fucking stacks that they got on their shelf. If if nothing else, just to make you like stop whatever stop you're doing. Yeah. Please no. don't cry. They no. would even know that you're a, a young person in old age makeup trying to rob the bank. That doesn't matter. They would be made you so would leave, and the manager would be like, "Did he just rob the bank?" And they'd be like, "Well, he need he needed it more. Like, yeah, that, it wasn't really a robbery. We just made a charitable donation to old man, young man Griffin. Yeah, he needed it. God, twenty Griffin, you ended too soon. Fuck. Yep. We're in January, January eighteenth. Eighteen days too late. Could have we'll pulled get it in thirty fifteen. The fucking heist of the century. Yeah, that's a good point. Not 2115? I guess. No, let's do 3015. Give us something to work towards. Bank tech will probably be like pretty advanced at that point. Like they'll have like every every bank teller wears special glasses that lets them see through old age makeup. Because after a rash of crimes, like in in 2515, by my great great grandkid who listens to the fucking archives of this podcast that they found like buried uh, in the like un- under the soil of my basement, and they find this and like, oh fuck, this is a great crime, and then they do it, and they're billionaires. God, my great great grandkid's so cool, <laughs> too cool for us. I didn't quite math it out right because I don't think by 2515 I will be two generations down. That would be fucking crazy. You don't know. Yeah, I don't. There's know, advances do I. in medical technology every day. Yeah, it's That's getting wild point. out there. It is. Uh, do you want guys want to go to the money zone? Is yes. that are you saying like should we go rob Chase Bank right now? Basically, yeah. It's the heist of the century. The 25th century. My brother, my brother, me is sponsored in part by NatureBox.com. I don't know if you're familiar with NatureBox, uh, if you've never listened to a podcast before, but they have a hundred, uh, over a hundred tasty options like sriracha roasted cashews and French toast granola. Uh, I've been really into. They have a plantains type vibe that I can get into pretty deeply. Uh, they also have Parmesan garlic pop pops, which I'm. I just I'm got into. a thing. I just got a thing called peanut butter gram and jam trail mix. What the fuck does that even mean? It's, it's just graham a big crackers bag of covered in jam? peanut butter. It's graham crackers covered in peanut butter with like you know berries and nuts, and it's like the best. But no awesome. loose jam. No, no loose jam. Okay, that's actually a guarantee they give you before you order anything at Nature Box. No loose jam. You're no just, loose jam. You're not just gonna open a bag and a bunch of jam's gonna fucking fall out. We're Nature no Box. No loose jam accidents since 2014. Um, they've got a ton of like really great snacks for you to enjoy, and they deliver right to your door. And you could try them, mix it up every month, get get new snacks. Um, <clears throat> you can get your first box right now. You go to naturebox.com, uh, and uh, unlock a world of taste and possibility. That's right. Still the best, still the best marketing writing probably in existence. Oh, your 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 fingers are the key. To well, your keyboard's the key. Your computer's the key. Go to nationbox.com and open the door to the world of taste and possibility. If you want to uh, improve your style, it can be a little daunting. If it's not something that you're intimately familiar with, you don't have the time to read Jesse Thorne's uh, Japanese style fashion magazines that he enjoys. Like he reads voraciously to keep up on the latest trends. It's impossible. So uh, let me recommend to you Trunk Club. Okay. You go to trunkclub.com slash my brother, and you're going to answer some simple questions about your style, your preferences, your size, uh, and you're assigned an expert stylist that is going to handpick clothes for you from the best brands. You just approve the stuff you like, and you send back 
what you don't. You're only charged for the stuff that you want and you want to keep. You get to try it all on. Uh, it comes in a big, cool trunk. And the stuff you don't want, you got a prepaid trunk to send it back to them. And you know what's crazy? When you say the thing about the um, the stylist, like I was anticipating I would get like, you know, a little chat window pop up. A little fucking dress, dressed right. up clippy. Well, just like a, and it was like, is this a real person or is it? I got I, a call from my stylist, Brooke, and oh, she was like, hi, shit. Travis. And I was like, oh, hi, Brooke. And we talked about sweaters. See, I think I would actually, you know how much I love of talking to strangers. I think I would actually prefer a little clippy that popped up and be like, mm, suspenders with a belt, huh? Nope, 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 nope. Well, no, when Brooke dropped the it. bomb on me that there's like a trunk club store I can go to in town that has an open bar. Hell like, yeah. what? Okay. Yeah, I'm there. Um, So, uh, in, in anyway, uh, you're going to want to go to trunkclub.com slash my brother. Remember, free shipping both ways. You'll keep the stuff you like. Uh, and it's a really great, great, great experiences. Those stores that Travis mentioned are also in L.A., Chicago, Dallas, D.C., and New York City, where you can meet your personal stylist right uh, in front of them. So, again, right now, go to trunkclub.com slash brother and get your look right. I want to talk about me undies. Me undies changing the game. Wearing them right now. Keeping me fresh. Keeping me dry. Uh, but not I too dry. I am also wearing me undies. Oh, nice. So well, I just am going to start assuming that all three of us are constantly wearing me undies. Uh, they're, they're, they're really wonderful. Listen, Valentine's Day is coming up. And, and if you want to get your, you know, zone between your legs and your tummy looking very, very good, I would suggest maybe turning to me undies for the perfect solution for that. They're really comfy. They're made of micromodal fabric, meaning they're twice as soft as cotton. Fuck cotton for real though. MeUndies, they don't just feel great. They look really great. They come in tons of cool prints and styles and new designs come out every month. And for men and women, you could get a matching set for Valentine's Day. They got this really cute set that's like red with white polka dots. And you and your significant other could have like matching genital sheaths. And like, yeah, yeah it, go for it. February has a special limited edition design from the uh, legendary artist Keith Haring. And it's, it's a retro design and it's inspired by love. Just like me and the three of us, always inspired by love. It's a great Valentine's Day gift. Think about it. That's how we do our thing. That's how we do our thing. Uh, you, you can win Valentine's Day this year. Just head to MeUndies.com slash my brother, and you'll get free shipping and 20% off your first order. Don't wait to the last minute. Do it while the idea and the thought of you having a sexy zone is still fresh in your mind. Order before February 4th in the U.S., and your pair will arrive in time for Valentine's Day. Again, MeUndies.com slash my brother. Free shipping, 20% off your first order. MeUndies, dedicated to providing the world's most comfortable underwears. Uh, we also have a message for Brittany from Marshall. Happy, happy, happy birthday, Britt. You are so amazing and deserve the world. Sure show. Now, I think that's just XOXO, but I do appreciate you trying to read it as though it were like Mandarin. I read what's on the page, Griffin. You know what I, what I really like? That Marshall had more words in this, but he knew he had crushed it. Yeah. Marshall this was probably said. like draft number five. Yeah. And he was like, just like, you know what? Simplify. Simplify. Brevity is the soul of wit. That's something I came up with. I'm going to say happy three times. Birthday to acknowledge exactly what the day is and then the name of the person the message is for. And then a sentence of nice things. And then some Mandarin. A Mandarin proverb that means show, show. that means I love you so much, Brittany. It's weird that the man, there's a Mandarin proverb that says I love you so much, Brittany. But. And it's only four characters long. That's the weirder part. Yeah. It's just XOXO means that in Mandarin. But it's, yeah, it's, well, it's an efficient language. That's why it's, it's an efficient, you know. mysterious language. I got a message for James Donaldson. And this is from Susan, Phil, Drew, Allie, and Greg. They say James... 
So they used some of their characters, about four, on S's, which is fine. It's their money. You fascinate us with your tiny pencils, snazzy style, design skills with a Z, and disturbing knowledge of fonts and comics. You're the coolest, least moist, non-crevice guy who still can't pronounce the word ambulance. So happy birthday. You're awesome, and we heart you. You deserve greatness, business cards, and this greeting from the McElroy brothers. How do you mispronounce? You think it's like ambulance? Maybe he's fucking Jeffy from the Family Circus. Am- my ambulance. There's a lot of talking in here about comics, so maybe he was a comic. Uh-huh. Uh, specifically, Jeffy from Family Circus. He grew up, came out of the comic like Aha's well, take, take on, on me, me. Mm-hmm. and he fucking became a, a comic artist himself because it's like all he knew. But the only problem is, if when he tries to say spaghetti, it does of course come out spaghetti, and when he says ambulance, it comes out manbulance. Now, would Cool World be a more topical reference than Aha's take on me? No, because in Cool World, the man went into the cartoon, right? But then a cartoon did come out. I forget. And then the cartoon ate my balls. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Actually, if you eat your balls while in tune form, it does trap you in tune form forever. You die in real life. Hi, I'm Brian Safi. And I'm Erin Gibson. And we host the Throwing Shade podcast. On Throwing Shade, we look at an issue important to ladies and an issue important to gay people, and then we basically make fun of it. Yeah, and just to answer your question, no, we don't have a marriage pact that if we don't get married by the time we're 30, we're going to do that to each other. No, that's true, although we have each been divorced three times. You guys want a Yahoo? Yes. Yes. Bring it. This Yahoo was sent in by Joel. Okay. Yahoo. Joel Davis. Joel Davis. All right. Joel Davis sent this one in. It's by Yahoo Answers user Kenneth, who asks, what's a frequency? Uh, (laughs) Fuck you. Come on. (laughs) I love it. Justin, don't ever stop. Kenneth started his account on January 9th, 2016. I think he started his account to ask this urgent question, and it is a fucking urgent one. And frankly, we are now nine days behind the eight ball. Kenneth asks, what should I do about this coyote my kids have been feeding? What? So I have have two terrible sons. I added terrible. (laughs) I added terrible, and that's a bit of editorializing on... Uh, on my part, uh, Bliss Delight. Uh, but it's true. Uh, I have two terrible sons, age 11 and 9. I just learned about two weeks ago that they have been feeding a wild coyote that lives in the ground underneath a large flat rock in the woods near our house. Mm-hmm. He, in fact, seems quite friendly. My boys introduced me to him. Dad, <laughs> dad. <laughs> this is this is Kyle. Uh <laughs> My He's boy, our new dad. My terrible boys introduced me to him. He even responds <laughs> to their call and comes to get food. However, I wasn't comfortable with them interacting with him like that, and I told them they couldn't feed him or go near him anymore as soon as they showed him to me. We are having quite a cold winter in Minnesota, and in the past weeks, my terrible boys haven't been feeding him. He has begun lingering in or near our yard. He absolutely appears to be starving to death. We will see him wheezing and growling outside. Then, a couple nights ago, my terrible boys decided to leave a carton of eggs and a two-pound bag of cheddar cheese on our porch because they want to give Kyle diarrhea forever. Uh, (laughs) They wanted him to make an omelet. uh, Which you can imagine he loved. He did seem to go away for a couple of days. Then yesterday... (laughs) While shitting himself. (laughs) Then yesterday... He got very aggressive with my wife, scaring her quite a bit and tearing her insulated leggings. I feel bad for the coyote. What? 
I feel bad for the coyote because it seems like he became reliant on the food from my terrible sons during the winter. And now he's in a situation where he didn't move to a location uh, when he should have. Uh, But I can't have a coyote attacking my family. If I have to shoot him, I will do it. But it feels wrong. And it doesn't help that my terrible sons had given him a name, Kyle, and grown attached. What should I do? I added a lot of words to that question. And normally I try to just preserve the work as it is in its native state. But boy, when when the shoe fits, wear it. What? Can we all agree that at this point, Coyote Kyle is trying to replace human Kenneth? As the new, as as Coyote Dad? As Coyote Dad. New coyote like, dad. He, he approached the wife the only way he knows how. He's been uh, courting the two sons. This is like that movie, um, Daddy's Home, except with a coyote. Or the yeah. movie Jack Frost, where um, Michael Keaton dies and becomes a snowman. Kenneth... I guess he hasn't died yet, has he? Well, he will if this coyote has his way. <laughs> it's a, I'll shoot him if he doesn't shoot me first. It's basically this, exactly Octodad, except yeah. instead of an octopus, it's a coyote. Yeah. And instead of hilarious adventures, he eats everybody. He eats and, all of them. And he eats them. And it takes 30 seconds. It's a very short game. And we eat your whole family. Here's a movie idea. Okay. And it's about a coyote that wants to be the dad of a family, but there's already uh-huh. a dad. And this makes the coyote very sad, and it's starving to death, and the co- the coyote is voiced by... Mm. Who's hot? Who do people, like, love just hearing their... Channing oh, Tatum? No, 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 no. Uh, the fucking... Oh, the late-night host guy, the the British late-night host guy that was on that Doctor Who episode, and he was in Into the James Woods. Corden. James Gordon. Cor- Corden? Corden. James Corden plays Kyle, the coyote, a coyote who befriends two children, but his dick, their dick dad, scares, <laughs> scares, scares Kyle away, and he goes in the woods, and he's starving to death, but a fucking fairy comes to him, the forest, the guardian of the forest comes to him and says, Kyle, I'll grant you one wish, and he says, I just want to be the dad of this family, and then the fairy bestows upon Kyle the power to go in and eat this dad wholesale, <laughs> just eat the dad wholesale, but it's fine because like he's the villain in the story, and everybody loves Kyle, and then Kyle gets to be the dad of the family sold but you are rooting again i have to state this you are rooting for kyle because he's voiced by a very affable james corden coming soon from pixar coming soon from pixar coyotes coyote ate my, dad coyote ate my dad <laughs> I, coyote I, ate my dad dot 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 but it's okay but because it's okay. he was an asshole i really wish i could have been there on the day that the other coyotes coyotes went to warmer climbs and kyle's like nah nah nah, nah. yeah i got a nah, fucking got pretty sweet so situation me, i got it completely completely <laughs> set up here Don't do you have trip. cheese at your warmer locale no nah, i didn't think bryce, so guys bryce and derek they got me they are my bone thugs for life yeah <laughs> They, got- they introduced me to their dad. We're tight. <laughs> stacks on stacks. I want to be there at the introduction. <laughs> Kyle, Kenneth, Kenneth, Kyle. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Please don't come around my kids anymore. What? What? Crazy about uh. these boys. Crazy about these boys. But Kenneth, he left me a little cold. <laughs> One out of five would not meet again. Would not yeah. dad again. Kenneth, you say you want me to stay away from your sons, but how? <laughs> Are, do you know another way for coyotes to get dunkaroos? Like, do you know of another way a method oh, I'm unfamiliar with? This is the twist. Asshole, asshole Kenneth, right, doesn't want the kids to be around Kyle, but he's also not there for the kids. But Coyote Kyle is going to teach Asshole Kenneth how to be a better dad when he, like, drags him in the woods and, like, I don't know, keeps him in the woods for a couple days. And he's like, I'll show you how I interact with my family, Kenneth. And what does that entail? Like, just, like, killing... Like rabbits and like bringing them Killing home. Killing like fowl and, yeah, you know, sure. like dragging, I don't know, rabbits back for his kids. And then Kenneth is like, 
I've never killed a rabbit for my kids. Kyle, you're the better dad. I've got to go on, uh, I don't know, some kind of spiritual hike for several months. Please don't eat my wife while I'm gone. Do you think this is how um, that Revenant movie like started when they were like blue sky in it? Is that what the film is called? Yes. The Revenant movie? I, I, Re- I think it's called That Revenant Movie. The Re- yeah. That Revenant movie um, and that Nosferatu did and uh, the they would, they would, like the the original idea for the flip for the flick was a dad who befriends a coyote and he learns to be a better dad and then at the end of the movie of course he has to kill the coyote just because like nature and then like it says something about like how humanity abuses nature I'm still like working on yeah. what cetera, the imaginary cetera, pitch cetera, would be yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. but Man then versus it got nature versus eggs then Leo rolled up and he's like they are not going to give me the Oscar for this they are not going to give me the Oscar for this make it a bear make it a bear. Step one. Step one. Get rid of the talking of the bear. That's not going to do it for me. I have to. I be kill honest. the bear in scene two. I adopt its cubs. Now I am the bear. This is this is better. Fuck, guys. People why aren't we? Why aren't we making a, movies? A, being a bear dad is Oscar bait. Everyone knows that. Yeah. And being a dad named Oscar is bear bait. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Science. How many fucking hearts of the ocean? Do the three of us fucking manufacture every episode that we then just like toss into the furnace saying like, ah, good joke, bye, good idea, into the furnace with you. And if we actually followed through with our fucking dreams for once, we would we would be the most successful entertainers in the in the world. Yeah. That's we Coyote Dad coming to screens near you, twenty eighteen. Maybe this is the time. Is this the one that we finally just buckle down and get it done? Well, we have to come up with a better name than Coyote Dad. All the other Coyote stuff- Dad the musical. Dad Coyote Dad Coyote Ugly. Coyote what about, ugly. why don't we just call it Kyle? Like, if they can call a movie Carol, and it's like, what's it about? It's like, don't worry about it. I don't see why we can't just call our movie, yeah, I don't see why we can't name our movie Kyle, and then we know at, at least one thing, every Kyle in the world is gonna go see it, and that's what, mm-hmm. like 300,000 people? Finally, a movie for me. Yeah, they will say, and then they'll show up, and it'll actually be a story about like being a good dad, and a good human, more importantly. And a good Kyle. And a good, well, yes. He's, a good human, a great Kyle. <laughs> That's the tagline. An okay coyote. Okay coyote. The world's premier coyote dating site. <laughs> right next to it. Right next but to it. Where's all the coyotes in this bar? Okay coyote. All online, chum. Okay coyote is the second most popular coyote website in the world, right behind Dad Yelp, which is where coyotes leave reviews of dads for other coyotes. <laughs> and also hook up. <laughs> I met my wife on Dad Yelp. <laughs> Kenneth, what's wrong? You're crying in front of your computer. Yeah, I just logged on to Dad Yelp, and uh, that coyote, that coyote that our terrible sons uh, have befriended, <laughs> he has left some, frankly, some pretty wretched comments about me on here. <laughs> I think I have to kill Kyle. I just want everyone to know that it's just occurred to me that when I picture Kyle underneath a rock out in the woods, yeah. I'm kind of picturing that shadow wolf from Neverending Story. Okay. Who's like the voice of the nothing. Yeah, sure. That's how I'm picturing Kyle, but still more charming than Kenneth. Yeah, fuck Kenneth for real, though. I'm Do you glad know how I got bad I'm of a dad you have to be before your kids are like, here's our new dad, a coyote. <laughs> a yeah. coyote. You'll do. He ate mom's insulated leggings. Yeah. He ate our mom's insulin, and he's our new dad, and we love him. <laughs> what? How bad Get is out, your real Kenneth. dad? Uh, I do want to just shout out to my girl Amanda on Yahoo. Uh, uh, 17% best answers, not bad, uh, who says, uh, call a zoo and ask for advice. Animal control will probably just result to violence. 
Pretty oh, cool. Haven't we? Oh. Hi, uh, Zoo. Do you guys need any coyotes? <laughs> I've got a free coyote here. For I've got you. a free coyote. Like you've captured one. Like I guess we could open up a coyote exhibit. No, we, I don't have it under. I don't like have it in hand. You guys would have to send your like wranglers for that. Now we're pitching a mouse hunt type movie where a hilarious like you know befuddled zookeeper shows up to help Kenneth catch Kyle, but Kyle cannot be caught. He is outsmarting them left and right while teaching the sons. I don't know about life. Yeah, I don't know. But in the end, they all learn something from Kyle. Also, maybe he's magic. I don't know. We can we can focus group that I later. I feel like even animal control would be a bit of a stretch, right? Because he calls animal control. He's like, "Hi, uh, Kyle the coyote. I don't know if you guys." know him but uh i could you come kill him what's he doing to you sir um well nothing right now but like earlier he tore my wife's leggings and he taught my sons how to vape and i really <laughs> <laughs> i would like him to be killed please really he in your house no he's in the woods no, if anything wo i'm in his house yeah he's in the woods like a regular coyote but i just hate it when he comes around <laughs> Just hey, animal knowing. control, could you come take my terrible children away? They keep luring coyotes to my house. I hate, just hate knowing that he's out there somewhere. Thinking about... <laughs> Kyle is out there putting the moves on my family and my house and everything. I'm trying to steal my... I have a... Hi. I have a coyote who's doing identity theft to me. And he's stealing my credit cards out of the like the shredded receipts out of there and put them back together. This little <laughs> Kenneth, please stop calling. Hi, is this the number for animal control? Yes, Kenneth, what is it today? I was going to make nachos to eat during the big game, <laughs> but all the fucking cheddar's gone. Why, why, why is that even close to being our jurisdiction? I well, think it, it was, was two pounds. It was two fucking pounds. It was supposed to be all the ched I needed for the month. <laughs> There's only one animal I know that can down that much ched. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It all like Kaiser Soze falls into place in his mind. Yeah, he could see he could just see Kyle putting all the pieces. You in see place. four paws walking out of step, and then they start like into a perfect prancing gallop, and then you you pan up a little bit, and there's a big fur lined cheesy mouth, <laughs> and he's wearing sunglasses, and he goes mm, nachos, cut to black, <laughs> fade to black, fade to no, don't fade, cut it, hard cut. <laughs> Star wipe. No, not even star wipe. Like nachos. Bam! A Macroid Brothers production. <laughs> With some Guy Ritchie music. Fuck yeah, Guy Ritchie's a band. <laughs> Guy in the family Ritchie's. Rags to Ritchie's. <laughs> We're changing everything right now. Film, music. It's all on the fucking table. The world is ours. We just have to take it. Just have to reach out and take it. <laughs> Rags to Richie's is actually not a great idea because we would have to convince Guy Ritchie to start a family bank. Yeah. And I don't like the, the, the movie is perfect. The movie is money in the bank. Rags to Richie's is going to be a tough sell. That's going to be a tough sell. You'll well, you do the movie to support Rags to Richie's. I guess. Yeah. Yes. It's sort of like, yeah, they form at the same time. Yeah. And you're driving business to rags to riches. Yeah, it's all. It's all. That's the secret to good business is funneling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do we do now? I think we should end the show. Let's yeah, end the show. Too. Yeah, that's a great place to end. Uh, hey, thank you all so much for for listening to our program. Um, is everybody still recording? By the way, I, we didn't yep. do a time. Yeah, time. for sure. Okay. Um, I want to remind you to go to NatureBox. You can order hundreds of great-tasting snacks. You go to NatureBox.com, get your first box, uh, hand-picked, sent direct to your doorstep. And thanks again to MeUndies, who are dedicated to providing the world's most comfortable underwear, 
Go to MeUndies.com slash MyBrother for free shipping and 20% off your first order. Also, the world's uh, best lounge pants. Fuck, those things are so fresh. Yeah, they're so good. I want to say I'm very excited to announce, I, I teased it a little bit in the last couple episodes, but uh, my wife, Teresa, and I are launching a new podcast called Schmanners, um, and it's all about extraordinary etiquette for ordinary occasions um, and how manners are used in the modern world, how they still apply. Uh, we just put a promo up. If you'd like to check it out, you can go to bit.ly forward slash Schmanners promo, uh, or you can follow us on Twitter at SchmannersCast, and I posted like the RSS feed and a direct download link for the promo if you're a non-iTunes user. I did want to ask, Travis, I listened to the pilot episode, and are you going to end every episode with you and Teresa having a burping contest? Yeah, well, you know, we're trying to appeal to as much, uh, as to a wide audience as possible. It it just doesn't seem mannerly to me, I guess. Okay, well, we're still working on it, so maybe we'll edit that out. I've got to send it to Jesse for a couple last-minute Sure, sure, sure. Um, So maybe the 30-minute long burping contest will get cut. There was a lot, just like a lot of it. There was a lot. Yeah, and a lot of it was just like dry heaving. Yeah, it was really, really bad. Uh, uh, but go check it out, Schmanners, at SchmannersCast, or search for it on iTunes. Um, I have some new projects. I have a new hit YouTube series called Griffin's Amiibo Corner, where I put Nintendo brand Amiibo toys in my mouth and review them. Um, I'm very proud of it. Just search YouTube for Griffin's Amiibo Corner. Uh, Justin and I do Monster Factory for Polygon, which we don't talk about a lot on the show, but is also I'm very proud of. I, I want you to know the latest episode, um, and I won't give too much away, but when you're working on the face and you manipulate the mouth to make him talk, yeah, I was crying. Oh, good. Like, I I had a hard time breathing for the entirety of that Thank segment. you very much. Uh, me and my wife, Rachel, have a Bachelor fan cast called Rose Buddies. I'm going to try and get an official podcast feed up for that, but right now they're up on SoundCloud. Um, I, you can find that on SoundCloud. Uh, and I should be launching a new video game podcast this week. With uh, with the uh, polygons, Nick Robinson, that uh, I'm also really happy about. Uh, might be next week on that one, but I'll let you know when it goes up. What's it called? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say. Okay, it's a really. Good it's name. a really great promo, Griffin. It's called. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess how much work it took to get to that point. Yeah, no, a ridiculous amount of work to get to. All right, uh, that's gonna do it. For Justin, us, do you have anything you want to plug? No. My baby, what about Sawbones? My baby's doing great. Sawbones is a medical history podcast that I make with my wife, Sydney. It is, you will learn something and you'll laugh and you'll laugh and learn. Our new episode is about uh, green sickness, which is sort of like uh, anemia, except it's fake. Okay. And, uh, it's cool. A, it's a great app. So uh, um, check that out. Sawbones on iTunes or at Sawbones on Twitter or what have you. I want to say thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for using our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. Terrific album, always great for a listen, any time of year, any mood, any feeling you're trying to capture, this album has it all. Also, I want to say a genuine thanks to Lin-Manuel Miranda, who has turned the My Brother, My Brother and Me appreciation group on Facebook into just a nonstop fucking screaming, hilarious party. Yeah, if you're not uh, on that Facebook group, you need to get there. Search for the My Brother, My Brother and Me appreciation group. Uh, Just a quick note to people on there. We Just so you know, like when you try to put things on there and they don't appear, we're fairly stringent with like... Like, we had two posts this week that were videos of uh, uh, Tyra Banks and um, uh, 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 Carly Rae Jepsen saying hi to Griffin. So, like, we try to keep a pretty high bar there. Um, <laughs> so, if you notice that you're, like, putting things and it's not – they're just not going through, um, it's probably because we're not letting them through. Because we're pretty, we're pretty strict about what we put up on What that, Justin is saying is find group. a celebrity and get them to reference our show in some way. And yeah. then you'll make the cut. 
And like A list, please. A list, yeah. please. And please don't just fucking find a picture of a horse and say like I know who loves horses. Stop it. Uh, we do love horse. Like we do love horses. We do love horses, but we already have all those pictures. Yeah. Ran it out and pasted all over our room like serial killers. Yeah. All right. Uh, so y'all want it. the final Yahoo? Hit me. Uh, this one was sent in by uh, Zoe Kinski. Climbing that ladder. Thank you, Zoe. It's also sent in. I did a Google search or a, a Gmail search for it. It's also sent in by Russell Troyer like a month ago, and I just missed it. Weird. Uh, thank you to both of you. Uh, it's a smash hit. It's from Roxy's Girl who asks Army Wife or. Arby's wife. <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm, oh, fuck, what was it? Bliss Delight. <laughs> Thank you for listening, my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I listen to Bullseye because no show does a better job of showcasing the best creators we have today. It's like the liner notes on a favorite album, but for everything in culture. It makes me happy to hear music I've never heard before. Voices I've never thought to listen to. And culture recommendations that are outside my comfort zone. That's why I listen to Bullseye. You should too. Bullseye's your guide to what's good from MaximumFun.org and NPR.